0: This podcast was recorded and produced on Wuthering country. We acknowledge the original custodians of the land and pay respects to the elders past, present and emerging.
1: Okay, let's go! Mr. Graham. Oh, what's
0: How are you, mate? Good, how are you? Good, mate, good. What a uh, response we got to your podcast, hey? a field the people to want to speak up as well, so it's been great. Yeah, absolutely insane and I think it's um sorry for my squeaky chair. Um it's it's been really good to obviously the last couple of days we've been promoting the podcast um to get people on and to get people's stories in and something that we sort of try and believe in is, you know, obviously there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's you know, millions of podcasts and you look at all the biggest podcasts, um, you know, Joe Rogan that's always got the biggest, you know, celebrities in the world, the uh, most successful people in the world, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, you know, there's a lot of mental health podcasts that do the same thing. They try and to out people that um, have big, big names and all that sort of stuff. And you know, don't get me wrong, I, I really, really hope that someday that we uh, we get some of these really big names on to talk. But um, I think it's super important to get people on that are just uh, you know have a story and, and want to tell their story. Yeah, definitely. And the amount of people we've had messages is insane. Yeah, they want to get on and. And tell the story, and whether it be um, you know about mental health or about other things that go through their life, and um, it's it's absolutely amazing. So it's you, you probably like yourself and Jake, and and we had Andy on the week before that. It's probably inspired that because as I said last week, you know a lot of people with with Jake had no idea about his past. Yeah. Um, and then to be able to sort of listen to his podcast, that's given people the you know the motivation to say, well, what about my story? Maybe I can tell my story and. You know, obviously you feel pretty good when you tell a story and yeah, exactly. um, allows you to open up and again open the discussion up a little bit So,
1: yeah, and the thing is as well people probably don't understand that what they're going through or the struggles they've had in the past other people can relate to might give other people the ideas of what they have to do to sort of get through things um, it's another person that they can reach out to I know for me like I said in the last podcast Egan I got to reach out to Egan because I knew exactly he'd gone through similar stuff and it was good to know that I had him there that I could always go to or like I think no matter what your story or no matter what you're going through sort of thing um, there's always going to be someone out there that might be inspired by it and you might be helping someone more than you know by telling your story so yeah
0: yeah for sure and there might be that trigger as well for, for some people to to you know like um, we spoke to Jake about his uh, you know grief counselling and I was speaking to a good friend uh, last week that um, as long as a family member and, and they listened to the podcast and they said you know they've never actually thought about grief counselling but you know they heard that Jake did it and, and Jake's this big tough male and yeah. he'll like that we said that um, <laughs> <laughs> and that you know he's, he's, he's uh, gone and done that when he was a bit younger um, so that's a really really important thing it's a, it's a you know something that's affected someone in the smallest way but um, can have a massive sort of after effect and domino effect as well. Yep. So that's pretty incredible. Um, today we want to talk about a few different things. We want to talk about, first of all, drugs. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's probably a subject that is, it's obviously a pretty pretty touch, touchy subject. It's a really important subject. Um, it's a podcast that I actually want to do um yeah, a, a long time ago, before I even started the Shaka project, I wanted to talk about drugs. I wanted to talk about the effects of drugs. Obviously, that's something that you can go into for you know for days and days on end. But um, I wanted to talk about the the culture of drugs more more so. So, you know, we, we live in a date, time these days where you know everything is put through social media. Everything's pumped through social media. There's trends. Um, there's so many trends on at the moment with with you know how to party, what to do, what to have. Um, you know how to behave in public, all that sort of stuff. Yep. And uh, you know, I don't want to sort of have a discussion about taking the piss out of anyone that is, you know, living something that they want to do. If so they if they want to do this lifestyle, they can do it. Um, that's totally fine. But you know, I'd been through that. You've been through that we've um you know most of the people that we talked to through the chakra project have been through that especially yeah. the males yeah, definitely. um and you know i think it probably needs to be discussed again as a as we've spoken about before these taboo subjects that aren't discussed they aren't talked about then they aren't actioned on as well yeah you know so like when if someone is struggling with that peer pressure of of doing drugs every weekend or doing drugs every you know every couple of days um you know, they they're stuck in that rhythm which is exactly what I was stuck in when I was doing it. Yeah. Um, if we can have that effect on someone that we've just been talking about with uh you know, with Jake's grief counselling and all that sort of stuff, um, you know, maybe we can maybe we can do something.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? So yeah.
0: it's it's a it's a really scary subject to talk about and it's something that um will obviously bring up a lot of emotions for different people. But, you know, I know that, you know, with my own um know drug addiction when i was you know between 16 and, and 21 it was a really really scary time but as i mentioned before it was something that i thought i needed to do or something that i thought um was a cool thing to do i you know I, I made a lot of friends doing it um i lost a lot of friends doing it but the friends i made made me feel like that you know they were the most people important people in the world yeah and the ones i lost weren't yeah um and the culture now i think mate, and i don't know if you agree but the culture now is you know um Yeah, just do it. It's like the old fucking Nike symbol.
1: Yeah, I sort of go. I sort of see that. Um, I think for me, like, obviously, I was 24, 25 before I even had touched any sort of drug. So, it's only, oh, maybe, yeah, 24. So, nearly three years ago, since I even touched anything, um, I'd never even had a cigarette. Um, For me, I'm surrounded by friends who do dabble in it occasionally and... Quite often a few of other people do it a lot. I um, thing for me, they seem, I was never into it. It was never something I wanted to do, so my friends never, ever forced it upon me, um, which was really great. Like, um, they could see that just me drinking was, that's all I wanted to do. I was happy with that. Um, I don't think I got to a point in time where I was like, fuck, maybe I'll just give it a go. Like, it can't be that bad. And um, for me, it was just out of curiosity. It was the only reason I tried it, I was never forced into it.
0: I think uh, <laughs> I think it's really important. I think it's really important what you said about um, you know having that, that group of mates, and that's probably what I'm trying to um, get at is is having those group of mates. That you know, again, anyone is open to do whatever they want in their life. Yeah, exactly. and I think that's a really important thing to talk about when it comes to drugs and even alcohol. Um, as you know, I mean, I, I, we, we were out on Saturday night. Yeah, and um, you know the amount of people that you could see out that were heavily affected, and you know the first thing that I think of is how many people want to be this way, oh, how exactly, many people yeah. want to be in that situation, um, and the only reason I think that is because I used to be that person in the situation, yeah, um, who thought fuck I don't want to be like this. Why am I doing this? I'm, I know why I'm doing this because you know my mate told me I should do it, and this person told me I should do it. Obviously, I had a pretty shitty group of mates. Yeah. Um, and that's what I wanted to sort of emphasize is that, you know, if you are in a group of mates that are, you know, practicing and dabbling and all that sort of stuff, you know, I'm not telling you to, to ditch your mates and to, to not be friends with anyone that you, you know, genuinely love and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it's, you know, being true to yourself, being authentic to yourself. And, and you know, if you don't want to do something, it's the same with everything, you know, drugs, alcohol, career-wise, lifestyle, whatever it might be. Um, if you don't, generally want don't, do not want to do something, don't fucking do
1: it. Oh, 100% man, I agree with that. And I think that's, I have all praises to my friends for, from 17 up until 24, 7 or 8 years there, of me just not being interested. They never pressured it to me once, and yeah. um, i very thankful for that, because... I could have, like, if they did, I could have given in early, and it could have led to something else. I could be doing it all the time, or, um, but yeah, if you if you're hanging around people and you feel pressure to do something, like, it's probably the wrong sort of people to be hanging out with, I guess. If people can't respect that you don't want to try anything or it's not for you, then they might be mates, but um, they don't have respect for you. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. You definitely got to be careful of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think it's, um, you know. We'd be sort of put it back on the mates, and it's probably again another link to mental health. I believe that um, you know, obviously, a lot of mental health effects come from drugs, and a lot of drugs come from mental health. 100 percent, and that's a big much factor as well. Yeah, so. exactly right. So if you're suffering mental health, you might turn to drugs. If you're, if you're on drugs, you might obviously uh, suffer mental health. So it's, it's always going to have that um, you know effect on on every single which way you go, but if you are one of the blokes that doesn't want to do it and that's being affected by your mates to do it or if you are one of those mates as well I think that's really important that you know you don't have to be one of those mates you don't have to be the, the one that's pushing it um, and you know if you are secretly one of those blokes that actually doesn't want to do it anymore and actually wants to step away yeah. Um, and it's like talking about mental health if you're the one person in the group of mates that's really really suffering but you're just scared so hey boys actually I'm not doing too well um, you know you, you can speak up about it. You can, you can go see help. You know they've got great, um, you know, GPs these days. Where, you know, except for walking in and say oh, I've got a, I've got a sore wrist. I've got a sore, you know, sore stomach and sore fucking head. You can actually go in there and say oh, I've got a drug habit. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: How do, how do I get off it? Yeah. Um, so I think it's super important to talk about. You know, obviously we talk a lot about mental health, and as we just mentioned, it's it's all sort of interconnected. And um, whether it be about drugs or alcohol. You know, we're, we're rolling out this presentation at the moment um, and we are talking about today with, with Jake about the, the, the warning signs of of when a mate or a close friend or a relative may be going through some mental health struggles. Yep. Um, and, you know, we identified obviously the, the main ones, you know, when they're, you know, just not themselves, when they're, you know, being a little bit distant from the group. Um, but another one being, you know, going out every single weekend and getting absolutely, you know, off their tits. Yeah. And it's something that we've both done. Oh you know, yeah, it's we've all been it's, there. Yeah, it's something that, you know, you get you have a rough week and you think, you know what, I'm gonna get absolutely sloshed on the weekend and and uh, you know, drink as much piss as I can and, and do as much drugs as I can. It's it's something that's um majority of blokes and women do it as well when when they're going through something, they'll try and justify it by, you know, going out and having a big night. Yeah. So um, Trying to change that culture sort of thing as well, you know, if if you are having a rough night, if you're having a rough week, uh, you know, maybe the better better option is to, you know, sit at home with a few mates and have a few quiet drinks and be that mate as well that says, hey mate, you've had a rough week, how about we don't go out? Yeah, exactly. How about we don't go out and get pissed and how about you don't do drugs or you don't, you know, don't smash down five more beers because you've had a shitty week. Yeah. It's It's only going to make it worse. It's only going to
1: make it worse, exactly. And then... You have that shit week, you have that shit weekend, your next week's going to be even worse because you're waking up hungover, you're waking up coming down. Like, Yeah, absolutely. It's a flowing effect. It yeah,
0: just, yeah. So, I suppose like the, the message, I mean, the, the thing that I sort of want to get across with, with um, this one is just to, you know, there's so many different variables of the person that you could be in this situation. I believe that every single person will be in this situation, whether they already have been, whether they will be on you know, on the weekend coming up or the next weekend or they were on the weekend, whatever it might be, um, you know, to be that mate to either say, no, mate, I don't think you should do that or yeah. no, I don't think I should do that um, or say to yourself, you know, I don't want to do this anymore, I don't want to do that anymore um, and have that discussion with your mates, you know, drugs is spoken about pretty openly, yeah, um, which is, you know, obviously... You can look at it in both ways, but in, in a way it's probably a good thing because if you can talk about it in a way of actually doing drugs in an, in an open context, then you should be able to talk about not doing it. Yeah, or, exactly. or limiting yourself. You know, again, I don't want to say for everyone, you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, it's it's a completely personal choice and that's yeah. what, what we're all about here at the Shaka is, is doing, you know, Doing, doing you, doing you do everyone's got their own lifestyles. So. Absolutely, yeah. But um, you know, if if you're truly someone that wants to, you know, give up or limit or reduce or whatever it might be, then um, then there is help out there. I yeah, think that's definitely. a super important message. And um, if you're in a big group of mates that does, you know, dabble in it and do this and do that and you might see a mate that might be doing a little bit too much or might be sort of putting himself a little bit more into, into danger than he normally would. Um, that could be an indication of of some pretty you know pretty tough mental health issues yeah, exactly. and um you know again you don 't have to say to your mate, "Stop doing it, you can 't do it anymore, yeah, go check up on him you yeah. know go check in and and see if he 's okay and um you know just have that conversation, whether it be about their mental health or be about their drug intake or their alcohol intake um you know I had a mate a few years ago that was Happy as Larry and, and and loving life and then all of a sudden he was out every single weekend drinking every weekend yeah um, he was never a drug user but just uh, getting absolutely blind every single night every single Friday Saturday night and um, you know it took six or seven weeks for him to realize that it was just a really really bad mental health state that he was in yeah um, you know he'd, he'd work his ass off throughout the week and he'd just go you know, piss up against the wall Friday Saturday night he'd feel good when he's doing it um, but Sunday came along and Monday came along and Tuesday and it's normally a pretty different story so yeah
1: exactly right and then by the time you're recovered you're back into it if you're, back if into you're it. in that shit spot and you're still going through so yeah
0: yeah um, it's it's a definitely dangerous a dangerous sort of circle as yeah. well and I think that's something that I was in I was in that danger dangerous circle of of you know starting it, regretting it, starting again, regretting it, starting it, and regretting it. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until the day that I sort of said to myself, oh, I actually don't want to fucking do this. Yeah. Um, yeah, and fine. you know, some of the people that I was doing with, I didn't even stop hanging around with them. Um, it was more to the point that some of them started to understand, and some of them said, yep, no, I understand that you, know, you, you might be going through some shit. Um, some of them say that because they're going through the same situation as yeah, well so you know, like, more understanding yeah they're like oh actually I feel the same you know yeah. I feel like the, um, you know, the exact same sort of situation I'm in and we go back to you know what we have spoken about before about being that icebreaker in your group when yeah. it comes to mental health it could be the same thing with alcohol it could be the same thing with drugs um, you know if you if you're in a big group of mates that likes to get on the piss a lot or um, you know dabble in some drugs a fair bit. If you're the one that says, "Boys, actually, I think I'm going to reduce, or I think I'm going to stop," yeah. you know, that could have that such a big domino effect on all the other guys in your group that say, "Oh, you know what? I think you're right. Actually, I'm I'm feeling pretty shit about myself too. Yeah, um, I'm sick of you know, sick of wasting money, or sick of doing this, or sick of waking up horrible." Yeah. Um, so that could have that really really positive effect.
1: Yeah, and I think one thing with, um, especially with drugs and alcohol, um, it's they're not cheap. Mm. So when you're doing it, you're on this high, you think it's great. And I'm not talking from a lot of experience. Um, but for me, I think going through what I went through last year, only um, knew yeah, a very small handful of people know about this. I um, I opened up to mates not long after my, oh, it was probably three or four months after my breakup where a few people had noticed I'd lost a lot of weight um, and I was pretty quiet. I don't think I was going to gym very much, I wasn't really catching up with friends. I was a bit quiet for probably maybe four to six weeks there. Um, And yeah, I just slipped into a shit spot. And like I've said, I've never was really heavy into using drugs. I very rarely ever touched them. But I went through about a four to six week period there where I was just at home. I'd I'd literally be laying in bed, like I didn't even have to touch drugs. But I just fell into using cocaine, smoking a bit of weed here and there, nothing, cocaine so serious weeds in my opinion isn't that bad Um, but for me like I was never like that yeah and um, it was a numbing thing for me like it was help me sleep sort of thing but with with doing that I was obviously in a shit spot then I come out of it and I was like okay great like I feel good I opened up to some mates um, spoke to them about it but then the after effects of that is like okay I've just spent thousands of dollars out of my savings and like just to make myself, make myself feel better. Whereas if I could have opened up and spoken to someone else or seek that professional help and I wouldn't have wasted all this money on something that's just gone up my nose or yeah. like I didn't need. And that was a big wake up call for me as well. I was like, oh, you've, you've done this. It made you feel better. Fair enough. But now you've got no money and, um, yeah, you got no money pretty much. And it's just, everything else comes with it. It's not cheap. You, um, doesn't it numbs your struggles but it doesn't help you struggles,
0: sort of thing and um yeah. there's so, so many variables isn't there and yeah. um I think it gets it obviously gets worse with the you know the, the type of drugs and, and obviously the um amount of drugs you're having you know we all know that ice is such a big fucking issue oh, in yeah. Ballarat yeah. Australia worldwide and you know you, you can see the people that go through addiction you know they they resort to you know robbery and theft and and all that sort of stuff just to get their fix and you know I think a big a really big misconception of um, people that are addicted to ice that they're junkies and they're this and that and they're bad people but they've just been fucking grabbed by this absolute monster and they just they just can't let go and that's you know it's it's something that only they would be able to explain if they ever got themselves better yeah um, and I think it's a really unfair sort of um, judgment that we can sort of see someone you know struggling down the street or you know, I think everyone has seen someone that might have been affected by drugs on down the street or late at night whatever it might be um, or you know seen something in the news and obviously there's some really nasty ones there's, there's people that genuinely love doing it yeah um, exactly, there's but there, there's obviously some people that are that are absolutely fucking trapped and you know I've spoken to people before that have just been you know that was their life, and that was just what they got caught into, and um, whether it be their upbringing or or something that happened to them in their life that got back, got them into that. Yeah. Um. But it was it was the hardest thing they've ever had to do to get back out of that. Yeah, definitely. And you know, once they get up, get back out of it, they pretty much have to you know rebuild rebuild their life from yeah. from day one. So, day one, yeah. I think that's uh, another important thing to talk about when you when you're discussing this with your mates about you know. Not only the effects that you're having when you're doing the drugs, or with uh, with the people around you, or anything like that, um, but looking for those signs of your mates that may be, you know, getting to the point where they may actually be getting, to, you know, caught by that monster, yeah, you know, getting into the, the stages of where they're actually going to get really addicted. And um, I think that's something that I I really really needed when I was when I was younger because I felt my, found myself getting to the stage where I was doing it every single day. I was waking up and doing it, and um, you know I go to school high as a kite you know like just to just to get through to the school day and you know I didn't have anyone to sort of knock you know knock me on the shoulder and say mate you need to cut it out and even if I did um, I probably would have told him to get fucked because you know it made me feel good I thought it was cool I thought it was the best thing to do Um, but uh, you know that's no fault of anyone that's that's no you know I don't blame my 18-year-old mate because you know they were 18 and this wasn't a big thing back then. You you no know? Know much better at that age. Exactly right. You
1: through it yourself. So
0: exactly right. It was it was something that was just like yeah he'll be alright he'll, he'll get through it and I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. Um and yeah obviously thankfully I have gotten through it but you know if we can again it all links back to that mental health if we can start talking about it a little bit more and yeah um I think the main message is you know you can be the bloke in the group or you can be the the female in the group that um, breaks that ice in a way where if you want to dabble in it, dabble in it, but discuss it, you know, look after your mates. If you go, you know, we see it all the time about people, uh, you know, passing away at festivals or nightclubs and stuff like that. Worse for you. Yeah, that's, it's fucking terrifying. You know, there was a festival in Ballarat, what, two years ago when it was spilt milk? Spilt milk, yeah. And, um, you know, it was just, it was terrifying because, you know, you knew half the people that were going there. And you feel fuck, you know, I hope I don't lose someone that I know or hope this doesn't happen to anyone I know. And it's uh, it's just scary. So it's, it's sort of our responsibility as mates, as, as friendship groups to, you know, again, if you want to dabble, dabble, but look after yourself, look after your mates um, and look out for those signs that they actually may be doing a little bit more than just dabbling. Yeah. Um, because I guarantee they won't talk about it. Yeah. And
1: it, touching on that, um, when I was going through all that, I actually had one of my really good friend messaged me I think it was I'd, I'd left a party or left my mate's house wherever we were and I received a text message from him saying hey mate um have you head off and I didn't tell anyone I sort of just done a phantom and disappeared and um he goes I was like yeah mate I have just left I just wasn't feeling it he goes I'm worried about you like you don't seem yourself and like, yeah so that was a bit of a wake-up call to me it was like he um he reached out and for him who I've known and he's been one of my best mates for probably eight years now to say you don't see him yourself and I'm worried about you that was the eye opener for me and that was around the same time where I was struggling quite a bit and um, not telling anyone so that was a pretty big eye opener for me I was like alright if he's reaching out and he's like you don't see him yourself and I I thought I was fine like I thought I was masking it pretty well but obviously not yeah and, um, Yeah. I remember that night I obviously f- having a bit of fun and I did do more than what I would, usually would and I thought to myself oh, it's, it's a one off thing, sort of and um, he may have seen that leading somewhere else, that's why he's reached out, whereas if I thought, right, oh, I'm just gonna have a bigger night than usual. Um, and it was great, I thanked him the next day. Um, I still, still thank him to this day for doing that, so. And
0: the fact that you can remember that, and the fact that that you know, did make you think, oh, fuck, hang on, maybe I have to sort of reel it back again. Um, that is, that's, like, that's huge. And that's just such a big indication that um, if anyone is listening that has a mate in the same situation or that may be in the situation, Literally, all it took was a text message yeah. for you to say, "Hang on, I've maybe I've got a bit of an issue here, yeah. or maybe I need to bring it back a little bit." Um, and you know, you've you've remembered that night ever since. You remember the text messages. Um, you've probably brought it up to him before. You know, yeah. since that time as well. So that's. I mean, it, it sounds ridiculous, but that's how easy it is. Yeah, you know, that's has so like both
1: d- ways as well. I've seen him like he, he struggled a few years ago, and um, same thing. I, I probably I think I messaged him and said, "I'm fine. Worried about yeah, because at this point I hadn't touched drugs, I didn't know the effect that it would have on someone. I've just seen someone doing something, and I thought that's not you. Yeah, and, um, at that point, the drug that was getting used was ice, and it was not used as an addiction, like, he wasn't addicted, it was more I was like I'm gonna try this because why not, sort of thing. And um, I was like, We in, a, in another like a older group of friends, we had someone who got addicted to ice, and they've ended up losing jobs, losing families. Smashed about five cars in a twelve-month period. And then went to rehab, had a heap of help, and as far as I know, they've come out of it back to their old self. Like he was yeah. a really fit person, trained, worked out, looked really good, and then within twelve months of this addiction, was nearly unrecognizable. Um, so I think having that happen to a friend um, was a real big eye-opener for me. Anyway, at that time, not touching anything, it was like oh, I don't want this to happen to anyone else that I know. So I'm gonna keep an eye out.
0: Yeah, I think that's another big thing that blokes do as well, is like, it won't happen to me. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing with everything, yeah. you know, like, you know, fucking, just everything that we do, we're like, no, nah, that won't happen to me, and yeah. that, that can't happen to me, you know, fucking, you know, I've, I've, I've had a lot of mates have been, you know, caught drink driving, Yeah, and they're like, no, nah, I'll be right, it wouldn't happen to me, yeah. you know, it happens on TV. But, you know, t- guarantee it, it, it happened to them yeah, and, exactly. and, and they, they regret it pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but, you know, little things, you know, we have, mate, you know, you lose mates in accidents that, um, you know, you don't think about yourself. We all think that we're pretty invincible. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's the same thing with, with drinking and, and doing drugs. You know, I think, no, I'm not going to get addicted. I'm fine. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm strong. I'm, I'll be fine. But you don't really know what your body and what your mind's capable of until you start doing it yeah, until definitely. you start to dabble in it enjoy it feel good about yourself um, especially with ice uh, yeah. you know I thank my lucky stars I never ever tried ice yeah. um, because you know I do have an addictive personality yeah, and I, I reckon if I, I started once then I wouldn't be doing this I wouldn't yeah. be doing podcasts wouldn't be here it's um, it, it's it's something that again we can continue to talk about and, and get uh, get blokes and, and women to openly discuss when we're talking about mental health, and when we're talking about, um, you know, addiction and just discussing different things about it. Yeah. Um, and if we can get, you know, one or two mates, again, breaking the ice in the group, talking about what they're doing tonight. You know, exactly. if even if you want to limit it, say, hey, boys, yeah, we're going to have a few tonight. We're going to get on, a f- have a few beers. You know, we're going to have a bit of a dabble. Yeah. You do you, that's fine. But, um, you know, if you can be the, the bloke in the group says, but we're only doing this. Yeah. This is all we're doing. We're not doing any more. Yeah, we're going to sit here. This is all we're doing. If you want to go do more, you go do more. But, yeah. you know, maybe we can have a discussion. Yeah, have that have that open floor. I think that's really powerful to have that open floor discussion with your mates, with your group of mates. Yeah,
1: and not to feel like you're being the weaker one in the group or feeling like you're being the pest for asking people not to do that or telling your mate, I think you're having too much. Like, at the end of the day, if your friends think you're a fuckhead for doing that, then... Like, not again. You're not going to question your friends, but really, doesn't show much respect from them to you. They should take everything you say on board. Either, like, true mates, will always take everything you say on like on board. And yeah, I know if I was to go go out with my mates and I say I don't want this shit around me tonight, it won't be around me. Yeah. Or I'm not going to drink tonight. They're not going to pressure it on me. Like, and I think it would be nice. If I, I wish everyone's mates were like that, but I know a few people and they've got friends who have definitely pushed it on them or push it on them and it doesn't help the situation. Like you yeah, just need to be it. that person that says no or yes and don't feel scared about doing it because at the end of the day, you're looking after you and you're just trying to look after your friends and yeah, if there's something yeah. wrong with that, then...
0: Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I think like the, the people that are doing that pressuring, you know, if we can look at them in a different light and say like, you, you're always pushing, you're always pushing people to do this, you're always pushing to do this, you know what's going on with you. Yeah. You know, do you actually want to do this? Because they might be thinking, um, you know, when they're in an addictive in, in, in an addictive state, you know, I can't stop fucking doing this. So you need to be doing this yeah. sort of thing. You know what I mean? So um, that's definitely what I f- I felt like. You know, I had mates that came to me and said, Oh no, I'm not going to do it anymore. And the first thing I thought was, Fuck, how, how you know, how is it so easy for you not to do it when I need to do it? Yeah. So I was like, No, you better fucking do it. You know, you have to do this. Yeah. If I'm doing it, you you have to do it. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't because I wanted them to do it, because you know I wanted them to have fun with me. It was because I didn't know how to stop. Yeah. Um. And you know it made me angry. I was like, how do you know how to stop when I don't know how to yeah, stop? Definitely. So you know, if even if you've got that group, uh, that person in your group of mates that might be you know a bit of a uh, bad person when it comes to peer pressure, you know, pushing people to do stuff they want to do and encouraging this, encouraging that. Maybe you know that maybe they may maybe maybe maybe. That's a four, maybe. four maybe's, <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe that that bloke might be the one. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, maybe that, bo- <laughs> that. Can't fucking start. Maybe that bloke might be the one that uh, you go and talk to and say, "What's going on? Yeah. Uh, we're worried about you. I'm worried about you."
1: They're probably the
0: one going through it the most. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah it's it's like we talk about a lot with the shacker. You know, the bully. Um, is is normally the one that's it's you know broken the most. Yeah, usually hurting the most. Yeah, and and if you can reach out to them, and you might get a reply that you don't like, you might get told to get fucked. But if you can, uh, you know, a little bit of discomfort might you know equal some sort of comfort for yeah. yourself and for, for other people. That Definitely end
1: might tell you to get fucked, but then go home and think about it and think, all right, maybe he was right. Like, yeah, maybe I am going through something.
0: Every you know words words affect people, and if you can you know tell someone that you are worried about them and you know. Concern for their safety when they're doing these kinds of things, they might turn around and say, "Go fuck yourself. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm stronger than that." But I guarantee it will play on their mind. Yeah, definitely. And you know, whether it be the next day or two days later, or a week later, you know, they may actually just come to you and say, "Hey, you know, how we had that discussion last week? I actually am pretty fucked up. Yeah, you know, I think I'm. I think I'm in trouble with drugs or my mental health is pretty shit." Um, and again, it's something we do with the the Break the Ice program is having that bit of discomfort as the mate that breaks the ice you know and getting the mates over for a beer and saying boys we're going to watch a footy but we're also going to discuss mental health um and you know all five of the mates totally get fucked but i guarantee you at least four will message you the next day and say you know what i actually appreciated that i'm going through some shit yeah so i think it's it's a big (laughs) it's all in linked with you know, the mental health side of things, the talking with your mates, the igniting that conversation, um, and as we mentioned last week uh, or the week before that, just having that discussion with people um, about you know opening up and, and not being afraid to open up about what you're feeling and what you what you want to talk about, and um, you know being have having that floor with your, with your mates and having that platform with your mates, where if someone is going through some shit, whether it be mental health, drug, alcohol. Um, or anything, anything that has to do with you know them being in any sort of danger, um, that if you're in a close group of mates, it is so important to have that platform where you can talk to each other about different things, um, and you know talk to each other with confidence too, because that's another thing you can open up about your mental health and you open up about whether it be drug addiction or alcohol addiction, um, but sometimes it could be met with you know a bit of a pushback as yeah. well yeah. so to be able to have an open conversation where um you know you can put all your all your things up on the table you put all your your cards on the table and for your mates or for your friends or your loved ones relatives whoever it might be um to actually take you seriously and actually you know allow you to open up and i think that's another thing that we discuss a lot with the shaka is you can talk 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 but you can also listen and if you are that listener you can also be the person that opens up as well. Um, Another thing that we discuss, you know, you might be that person in the situation where um, you are helping out your mates and you're being that icebreaker, but don't forget that you can be the person that if you're in shit, if you're in trouble yourself, you can actually go discuss with other people, whether it be that group of mates um, or whether it be, you know, seeking professional help. We're big believers in looking after yourself first. And, you know, if if you're going through... um, Something with your group of mates if even if your mate is struggling through something you know make make sure that you're filling your own cup up as well yeah um, it's probably like the same that we do here with with the Shaka. you know I said to Jake today we' were sitting there at the desk and I said I think i'm going to make it mandatory that we all have a day off of you know every two weeks where we just have a mental health day yeah definitely. and it's obviously something that's super important and and you know reasonably popular in um, you know, the cultures and, and community now where people do have mental health days off, yep. which is amazing, awesome. um, but it is so important to have because, you know, if you are working with, you know, the, the stuff that we sort of look into every single day and, and the discussions we have around suicide, it can have a massive effect. Oh, and, definitely does. you know, we, had, we talked about this last week, you know, even when we're talking about drugs and alcohol, you know, that brings up bad memories for myself and for yourself. Um, and exhaustion, you. you know, it it, it it destroys your brain a little bit, it yeah. turns a bit of a mush. Yeah. And um, you know, dealing with that every single day, it's it's something that you know we have to make sure that we're looking after ourselves and we're filling our, up our own cup. So, if you are that mate in the group that all your mates go to you, all your your family friends go to you and say, mate, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm going through some shit, help me out, I need to talk to you. You know, you, you you've always been someone I can talk to. That's awesome. Be yeah. that person. But don't forget to look after yourself
1: yeah, exactly don't don't forget to open up to others I, I was pretty bad for that when I was younger I would always be that person there for everyone and someone close to me always used to say you got to stop being there for everyone else and then when you're going through stuff not reaching out because it might not seem like it to you but their problems do become your problems then and um, yeah I, as soon as I started opening up and talking back to the people who were talking to me it was great it was yeah. a big weight off my chest and it was like why haven't I been doing this the whole time Instead of taking on, not taking on everyone else's problems because you're not, you're helping them, but you're not talking about yours. So yours just sit there and yeah. they eventually just build up and build up and build up. And if you don't talk about it, you're going to snap one day. Absolutely. Or yeah. it's gonna, you're going to have a, a breakdown or like it's, yeah, you don't want that.
0: Yeah. it's okay not to be that, the strongest person in the room every single time. Yeah. You know, you, you can be that vulnerable person. You can be that person that, that may need to cry and that may need to sort of break down, have a day, um, give yourself a break. So that is, that's uh, just so important. And um, you know, especially if you're, you're trying to look after yourself and you, you're getting through your own little issues that you may have spoken about, you may not have spoken about. Um, if you sort of portray yourself as someone that, yep, you can have it up to me, I'll, I'll be fine, I can sort of get through it. It's sort of a bit of hypocritical because you know you, you're saying that I can get through it, I'll be fine, I don't need really to talk about it. Um, and then you're telling people to talk about it so you know you you need to be that person and even if you have that person in your life who you go to um, you know for example if I come to you with all my problems and said Graham let's sit down and have a chat this is what's going on in my life right now and spill everything on me if you are that person every now and then ask the question what about you you know I've been spilling my shit on you all day I've been telling you all my issues what the fuck's going on with you because like you know that other person could be that have that superhero aspect thinking, all right, I need to help this person. Uh, I'm just going to forget about all my issues. Um, they're going to have that, you know, that complex where they, they want to help, which is great. Yeah. Um, but they may not want to open up because they may think that, you know, this is this person's time. This is this person's, you know, time to talk about their issues. So if you are the person that has someone in their life that, uh, they can always talk to you and always go to, and you haven 't asked them how they 're doing lately i 'd please ask you to do that because it 's super important. Um, not only will it be great for your relationship it'll build that trust and build that um, empathy for both both avenues but you 'll be able to you know get a good uh, analysis of how that person is going, and again they will be able to trust you as well
1: yeah exactly right I think having like everyone has that person they go to, and for me you 're probably one of the only not the only person I open up to everyone but you're probably the person I would come to most and I think that's because we run this every day this is what we do every day um and one thing with you is you always ask back and it's great and I don't think I've ever had an issue with opening up to someone and them not opening back up because I think once you show someone that you trust them and you openly talk about your problems and stuff they get that trust that okay I can talk to him or I can talk to her um and it's great like um, it, it definitely builds a friendship and I think we were always mates but it probably wasn't until I started helping out with the Shaka where we become best mates sort of thing Like, and I think that was because we can openly talk about what we're going through um, we check in on each other nearly every single day yeah um, and I, it's, a,
0: it's a team it's a club yeah exactly right <laughs> make <laughs> jackets actually we have jackets we have hoodies <laughs> but uh, that's actually something that um, was brought up to me uh, when, was, when I was talking about the Shaka to someone and they said it's it's like a big mental health club isn't it yeah. and that's essentially what it is You know, the, the first thing that we wanted to do when we started the Shaka is um, you know, basically if you're walking down the street and see someone wearing a Shaka t-shirt, hoodie, singlet, whatever it might be yeah. um, automatically you think I can talk to that person about my mental health yeah, you know, that's someone that will have empathy for my mental health um, and that's obviously that's a, a, an incredible gesture that someone can give to someone else but you know if we can be in this big club that talks about mental health yeah. that wants to help each other out that wants to listen wants to talk um, and you know invite people to, to join us like, yeah, exactly. sounds like we're a cult, <laughs> good, good,
1: cult. good good, cult Yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah that's very true we do yeah, we do promote a, um, a safe platform for people to come. Our followers all know that they post on our con- like they post comments on our photos and stuff like that, that they're always going to get support from other people, which we do see. Um, I think three weeks ago, I made a post with just a mental health check-in, and it was as sim- simple as commenting a different colored heart for how you're feeling. And um, we had a few people commenting on that that they weren't doing the best, um, that were starting to struggle. And it was amazing to see other other followers and other supporters get on there and check up on them, say, "Hey, are you okay? Are you doing okay? Like our messages are open if you need." And for me, that just that shows that what we're doing is working. We've got a platform and a place where people who are struggling can open up, and other people are trying to help. Like, yeah, they're it's not just amazing. turning a blind eye to a comment saying that I'm struggling; they're actually going out of their way to help that person out. And that was, uh, yeah, it was amazing to see. Help. Yeah.
0: Absolutely incredible. And I've just I've just joined the page, I think you are part of it as well, the blokes and their mental health page on Facebook. I
1: have not. You
0: know, I'm gonna add it tonight because cool. it's it is it's a massive group. I think there's like 50,000 blokes on there. And uh, it's the same thing, you know, you put a post in there or someone puts a post in there that are struggling and within five, 10, 15, 20 minutes, there's thousands of yep. comments of, of, you know, inboxes open, reach out if you need, keep strong, all that sort of stuff. And it's absolutely incredible to see the support that blokes can get, especially on social media. Yeah. That's Another awesome. thing, um, you know, there's, there's been a lot of groups around. I won't mention mm-hmm. any names, but yeah. there's been a lot of groups around where um, if a bloke was posting, they just pretty much get roasted.
1: Oh, uh, exactly. You try and reach out for help. And yeah, I know exactly what page you're talking yeah. about. You reach out, you show any sort of feelings or anything, and you, uh, yeah, you yeah. thrown over calls.
0: Exactly right. And it's, it's good to see pages like that, that, um, you know, you, you can really open up. The, I mean, the amount of stuff I've seen on there is a is, stigma breaking. And I yeah. think, like, you know, I saw a post last week that um, a guy openly came out in front of 45,000 guys and said, I am gay, I've, I've just come out, um, I'm struggling a little bit, um, you know, what do I do? And there was not one negative comment. And I guarantee, you know, much, it, yeah. was, it was 90% heterosexual males that are in the group um, and there was not one negative comment. There was not one hate speech, anything like that, um, which was absolutely amazing. So to have a group to do, to be able to do that, and and obviously we have that on a on a, on a much smaller scale. But um, you know, I had the I saw the same comments as well on on that post of people that don't even know each other, um, reaching out and you know damning and um, I've actually started to see now that you know some people that are from Brisbane or Perth and stuff like that that regularly comment on our stuff. If you go on their profile, they're following some of the other striker followers. Yeah, have you notice that? Yeah, I have noticed that. Um, that are the, from the other side of the country or from Ballarat yeah. or stuff like that. So, um, you know, the, we sort of, the, there's a sort of a community forming of of people that love talking about their feelings or openly discussing their feelings yeah. and and stuff like that, which is pretty incredible. So, if we can try and platform that into real life, real life situations and um, you know, I think there's such a big difference between social media, excuse me, social media, and you know, face to face. And if we can sort of try and, um, you know, copy what we see on social media, obviously the positive stuff, not the negative shit, yeah, exactly right. um, but the positive stuff, and put that straight into everyday processes, then the fucking world can change.
1: Yeah, and I think with what we do and. Like you said, certain pages you could open up and you're going to get 100% positive support. Other pages you'll open up and you're just going to get treated by shit. I think no matter how shit the negative is, you can always try and turn it into a positive. Um, We've had it on the Shaka where we've had people comment on there pretty much calling us pussies like where are men going with backbones these days, blah, blah, Mm. blah. And instead of us getting on there and having a go or firing up, which I think is what they want, we get back on there and we say like, maybe maybe you need to open up maybe you've got something deep down that's stopping you from opening up and that's why you think this way even on Australia there, we copped a lot of stuff on there about um, the Aboriginal culture and around the day itself and rather than us getting on there and trying to be trying to be smart asses or trying to change De- someone else deflect yeah, yeah we, we um, try to change that negative with a positive yeah, like, with a positive comment or asking them if they're okay or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. mean, the negativity is bad, but if you can try and change it positively, then I suggest trying. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, then just leave
0: it. Yeah, something that my mum always taught me and she still says to this day is kill them with kindness. Yeah. Um, and something that, you know, uh, my brother went through a lot of, you know, bullying in high school and um, I probably went through more stuff when I was sort of 15, 16 and getting off drugs and I started getting on drugs, <laughs> wasn't getting off at 16. Um and you know, that that's one thing she drums in my head and it's something I still still sort of remember to this day that uh, you know, if someone's giving you shit, whether it be face to face, in person, um, or via social media, you know, it fucking it does their head in when you when you, you know, reply back with something really kind. Because yeah. um, 'cause they're like, Well, did not fucking expect that. Exactly. You know, what what do I what how do I reflect back to something that actually made me feel a little bit good you know it's um and it's it's come off a few times you know I I remember that there's been a few shaka posts um where someone has put something negative and I responded with something kind um actually in fact our very very first shaka post two and a half three years ago whenever, whenever it was um and uh it was pretty much a, a statistical post about mental health and it pretty much introduced the, the project. Yeah. Um, and I think we got over, I think it was, you know, four and a half, five, five thousand comments on this post and it went, you know, reasonably viral for, for what it was and 98% of it was really, really positive and, and a lot of support. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a, a few people that commented on there saying this is bullshit, why would you do that? This is, it's fucked, you know, you shouldn't be trying to promote um, you know, people to buy stuff and and yeah. wear clothes and all that sort of stuff. Mental health is serious, and don't get me wrong, we we fucking know mental health is serious. It's exactly. the reason we did it. But um, and you know, I, I stared at these comments for a while and thought, you know, I could rip into them and and say, how dare you accuse me of not thinking it's serious? How dare you do this? Um, but you know, killing them with kindness, as Mum says, and and reflecting back with something was that was positive and something that actually got them thinking about. The project and what we're trying to do, yeah. Um, and you know, most of them came back with, "Okay, I understand now." Yeah. You know, exactly. Most of them came back with, um, "Yep, no, that actually makes sense," or "I actually do appreciate that." Yeah. Um, you know, we sent messages to people, we direct emailed, we we did all this sort of stuff that were giving us um, some sort of negativity, and majority of them gave us some sort of love back. Yeah. Um, and I think they maybe even appreciated us the fact that we reached out and yeah, we actually definitely. didn't you know, delete the comment or we didn't ban them off the page, yeah. um, anything like that. It was more we reached out and said, look, we understand your opinion. We understand you're upset. This is our side of the th- things. This is what we're trying to do. Um, this is what the project's all about. You know, If you want to reach out, we're here. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I, I have seen comments saying, like, you guys are using mental health to promote a clothing brand. Um, you just don't care, blah, blah, blah. We don't do this to make money, we don't do this as a clothing brand. The clothes for us, is like you said before, so if I'm wearing it and I see someone else down the street wearing it, I know that I can go to them. I know that I can talk to them if I wanted to. It's building a um, I'm not gonna say cult like we said before, but it's building that um,
0: that community community the message. exactly. Yeah. It's
1: building that community, and that's essentially what the clothes are for. Um, and as for like the negative comments and stuff, you're always gonna get them. You're always gonna get someone who. He's gonna get on in post and just fish for that that time that you have to go back, or if we get on there, and like we just had enough one day, we get on there, and we say something smart, that's gonna reflect badly on us. I think that's what some people are always looking for, trying to have that one reason to make you look bad. And um,
0: people love controversy. They sometimes. do. People <laughs> people love a bit of fight, but you know, again, it, and it probably sounds like I'm repeating myself, but it, it come it comes back to looking at that person at a different light and this is something that I've discussed um, with a few people as well that, you know, people that get on social media and troll and troll and troll and troll, they're probably the people that are really, really going through some shit yeah, and, and they're really suffering and that is just their way of dealing it and I'm not saying it's right, I'm not, I'm not condoning it at all, I think it's fucked up, I think it's, there's, there's no space for it whatsoever but, yeah. um, you know, I think they are the people that except for saying stop being a fucking troll, you know, Maybe reach out yeah, exactly or or right. maybe sort of get someone that they may know to reach out or um, you know give some sort of indication that if they're going through some shit that this may not be the way to deal with it, yeah, you know what so I mean right. so it's um it's a platform you know twenty five thirty years ago, when people got sad and people got angry, um, they used to go to the pub and and get in pub fights that 's the way exactly. it was, and now they get on social media and have social media fights. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's yeah exactly right yeah people people can't hurt you or throw a beer glass at you from from over the keyboard sort of thing so it's it's definitely a culture change that it is so easy to access um this social media and so easy to access being able to to piss people off or get being able to sort of get a rise from someone um and you know sometimes that just makes people feel good and makes them feel better about the situation that they may be in and yeah, you know, we saw that actually over the weekend. Um, you know, we, we saw some pretty negative posts on social media and um, it wasn't the post that really upset me most. It was the per- people that were that were reflecting it. Yeah. And, um, you know, whether whether it be on purpose or whether it be to piss someone else off, um, it's, it's probably really important to try and look at it from other people's opinion, but at the same time, there's no excuse for being a dick. And it's something that we try and push, you know, that there's no excuse, even if you're going through some shit, even if you're suffering, um, you know, we obviously, we, we appreciate that everybody's got that story, but um, you know, if, if you are intentionally going out there and causing harm on other people um, for no more than the satisfaction of of yourself, there's just no excuse. So Graham, (laughs) we've discussed a few things tonight, today, tonight um most importantly obviously the uh the the drug culture um and probably the most important thing to take out of this is you know if you are in the situation where you're in that that lifestyle um probably a couple of things that if you're in that lifestyle and if you genuinely enjoy that lifestyle um we've never been the, the type of people to say don't do something that you enjoy doing, or don't do something that um, is is part of of who you are. But try and make sure that you're looking after yourself. Yeah, definitely. Not. You know, looking after your mates, look out for your mates. Um, but the other thing is, if you are in that lifestyle and you don't want to be in that lifestyle anymore, um, that it is okay to go seek help. It's okay to talk up about it. Um, and the third thing being is, if you are a mate in that group. And you can see someone getting a little bit out of control. If you can see someone that's that may be, uh, you know, getting to a point where they may be getting caught by that monster that we've spoken about before, yeah. um, then please, please be the mate that steps up yeah, and 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 talks about it and opens up the uh, open up opens up the floor about it, makes that person feel comfortable. And if you are that person that's getting to the point where you think you may be getting caught by the monster as well, please speak up
1: to speak as we always say and Absolutely. It's, um, it's something that everyone
0: has to do, especially if you're going through shit and yeah. For sure. And it's obviously we, we talk a lot about mental health and it's it's all all linked. Alcohol, yeah. drugs, mental health, um you know there's there's so many other factors that we can talk about but uh, you know, if you're one of those blokes, please just look after yourself. Look after your mates. Um, don't be afraid to to talk up to your mates. Don't be afraid to get called a pussy for ten minutes because you're discussing mental health or you're yeah. discussing um, you know your mates' drug habits and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I think that's that was probably a big thing that I got over when I first you know had the idea for the Shackle Project is. All right, I'm probably going to get called a pussy for this. I'll probably get roasted a little bit for, um, probably not from my mates. I think my mates were at a point back then where um, I was already pretty open about it, but from people I didn't know or people I did know, um, there may be a little bit of backlash. But, you know, you, you take that 10 minutes of you're a pussy, this is shit, while we're talking about this, and then you add on the conversations that you have after for the next two years or next three years or six months, whatever yeah. it might be, um, and it's all worth it. Yeah, you can save yourself. You can save a mate. Yeah. So I think that's the most important thing.
1: And that's exactly right. Um, and I totally agree with that. Um, I'm going to jump in your chair for this time round. We usually finish this with you asking someone else a question about what they're doing and what their futures. I'm quite nervous. Gonna so I'm going to ask you, what are, the, what are your plans? What, are your,
0: what do you want to do? What do I want to do? Uh, I love doing everything that we do every single day, and. Um, I've never ever been someone to plan ahead too much. Yep. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but um, I've always been someone just to get up and think, all right, what do I need to do today to get through to tomorrow. And I think that's the same thing with the Shaka projects. It's been the same thing with the gyms. Um, thankfully, it's all paid off so far. Yep. <laughs> so <it's going> well. <laughs> it was going pretty well. So it's it's something that um, you know, I'm a big believer in the second that you don't enjoy doing something, then get the fuck out and, uh, you know, again we discussed this with Jake uh, in his podcast, actually it might have been the one with, with Andy, uh, about the job that he was doing, didn't like it, he got out of the utmost respect for that yeah. and I think, you know, I've been running businesses since, you know, I was 18 and I've loved every single day of it, there's been shitty times there's been really, really good times um, but, you know, I would Never be able to do anything else because it's yeah. just nothing I I love as much. And if if I wake up tomorrow and suddenly am out of love with the Shackle Project, and out of love with the gyms, I'll just close up straight yeah. up. That's the way I sort of sort of see it. So I'm uh, I'm happy to keep going every single day, mate. And and you know if it gets to a point where I'm done, then I'll I'll wrap it up. I, I believe that's the best thing for everything. Yeah, Your you heart's right? then what's the point? Exactly right. I'm not going to try and run something that I don't enjoy or. Yeah. or or do the gyms if i don't like it anymore so um that's my goal mate just to keep waking up and and doing what uh what i love doing and if we can continue to help as many blokes and and females speak up about the mental health over the next six to twelve months two years ten years whatever it might be yeah. you know we've got some fucking awesome things coming up no, we've got fucking oh, so it's excited fun. like there's just. From uh, from not travelling last year to the amount of travel that we've got planned this year it is <laughs> touch wood that we'll be able to be able to travel, but uh, the amount of things that we've got planned this year with the Shaka is just so exciting, and um, I can't wait to share it with with everyone. Yeah,
1: exactly all right. We've got big things coming, and we're all very
0: looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Hope you enjoyed this uh, very long episode. I think this may be our longest episode yet. Um, but uh, thank you so much. Really, we do appreciate it. Guys, if you do enjoy the podcast, please jump on and, uh, and hit that subscribe button for one. But give us a rating. It really helps us out. Um, rating is on the Apple Podcasts. But if you enjoy it, share it with your friends, add it to your Instagram. Please tag us. We really do appreciate the support. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. We will see you soon. Peace.